What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Listen 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Ben Savage is running for Congress in California's The 30th, actor? Yes, the 30th House District. Uh, the Boy Meets World star announced it on Instagram yesterday. He described himself as, quote, a proud Californian, union member, and longtime resident of District 30 who comes from a family of unwavering service to our country and community. He previously ran unsuccessfully in the 2022 election for West Hollywood City Council, focusing on community safety, housing, and homelessness. The general election will be on November 5th, 2024. Don't you feel like because we've had um, like he's he was a pretty famous child actor. There's no question. But I feel like the actor pool has kind of um, has been tarnished, I guess is a good way to say, like, you know, especially in like local elections or, or regional elections. What do you mean the actor by, pool has been By punished? guys like... Uh, like Schwarzenegger, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, I like Arnold too, but I mean, he was a pretty terrible governor by all intents and purposes. We were writing IOUs around here. I actually couldn't even tell you if he was a good governor or a bad well, governor. Well, when you're writing IOUs, that's not a good thing, is what I'm saying. I mean, I don't really remember much other than, you know, him showing up at things and being like, whoa, the Terminator's actually really the governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Didn't, you know? like, didn't, like... Wasn't it Tito Tito Ortiz who like tried to run? Yeah, he yeah. was a uh, or he got Huntington Beach and, City Council. Then he, he got down. fired or something. Yeah, well he stepped down because okay. it was just a mess up. You there. mean right. Huntington Beach bad boy became the Huntington Beach City Council guy? Yeah, yeah, and he was trying to ban people. He got run out of there, so no he way. resigned on his own. However, <laughs> Kane WWE superstar, he has had a very successful run as yeah. I think he's a governor somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about Jesse the Body, Minnesota? Yeah, but I was talking about California. Mm. Yeah. So. Sonny Bono, there you go. Keep it catchy. Yeah. <laughs> What's Sonny Bono do? I don't remember. Was he the mayor of some place? He was a <laughs> Palm Springs. Oh right, there yeah. you go. Yeah, Congress. Oh, was he a congressman? Yes. Really? There you go. And he was also the mayor of Palm Springs. Yeah, Clint Eastwood was in a uh, Carmel. Yeah. The mayor up there. Yeah. That's yeah. right. He was. Yeah. I did forget that. You're Hold right. On. Do you guys want to hear a couple more? Let sure. Look yeah. them up. Go ahead quickly. Okay. So we a uh, Stacy Dash. What's her deal? Actually, she's running. Oh, from oh. Clueless. Yeah, she's running. She's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Ca- well, Cal Penn yeah. from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, but he's been involved in politics. I believe he was in Obama's uh, account. You're right. You're he right. You're in, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know a what's lot it, of what's, this what's stuff. What's his name? Yeah. What's that guy's name? Kai Penn. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the guy who's Harold and Kumar, Kumar, right? Yeah. They went to White oh, Castle. Oh, my God. Harold and Kumar's Escape from Guantanamo Bay is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. <laughs> that got him into politics. Seriously, that's an amazing movie. You yeah. ever see that, George? I've not seen <laughs> no. that one. You've no. not seen no. Harold and Kumar's Escape from Guantanamo Bay? No, you would think the Cuban would see that, but no. Bro, yeah. Oh, maybe you not. You have yeah. got to see this <laughs> movie. Right, probably not. Yeah. You have got to see this movie. Yeah. NPH is amazing. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass on that oh, one. No, bro. Bro, I'm telling you right now, yeah. Harold and Kumar's Escape from Guantanamo Bay is an all-time classic. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. It'll change your life, dude. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty high marks. Okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm curious to see what Rotten Tomatoes says about this, just for the uh, just oh, for the joke. Don't do it. Let don't do see. it. Don't do, do it. it. It's so good. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. It Where are so they good. on Rotten Tomatoes? On... Uh, yeah, so the 30th District, where Ben Savage is going to get Tahunga, Burbank, Glendale, Hollywood, West Hollywood... Hancock Park, all rich people there, and Echo Park, the West. Fifty-two percent of the tomato meter, not awful, but not yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a goofy stoner movie. But yeah, it's well, I mean, but goofy stoner movies can get good ratings. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think of what's another goofy stoner movie? 
Oh, I don't know. How about like, Dazed um, and Confused? No, uh, that's not. That's 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 a coming of great, age movie. That's a great movie. Right. Okay. How about how about more like um, Pineapple Express? That's a good one. What about the half-baked. what about the half baked? The best one is the best is. one probably. Yes, half okay. baked. Let's, Let's see get a comparison. Also, how high? If you want that one. Yeah. Hold on. Half. How high is a good one too? You're right. But check out Red Pineapple Man, Method Man, half baked. Half baked only twenty eight percent. Hey hey. <laughs> yeah. Harold and Kumar's Escape from Guantanamo oh, Bay, no. I'm telling you right now, is one of the funniest movies. And if you've seen it, you know. Oh, Pineapple Express, it, you know. 68%. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. A good one. It's always that's a classic. Good. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, so there you go. Shotgun. All right, that is uh, What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right, Cappy. Yeah. What do you want to spin on the wheel here? Do you want to go um, the Dodgers? Mm-hmm. We need to have a real conversation with the Dodgers. We need to have a... Uh, uh, I've got some advice for Lamar Jackson, or do you no, want to no. hear Stephen A. on uh, the Lakers? All right, you know what? Since you've given me the choice, I'm going to go in this order. I'm going to start with Stephen A. on the Lakers. Okay. Then I'm going to go into Lamar Jackson and your advice, because I'm curious. Yeah. And then lastly, I'll, I'll want to hear about the Dodgers situation. Okay. So, and Dave McMiniman at 545, by the way. You're going to stop by at five. Yes, your guy. Uh, all right, so... Stephen A. today on first take that clearly they're talking about the Lakers after the big game yesterday. Anthony Davis, Wilt Davis, as Darvin Ham called him. Stephen A. is starting to get on the bandwagon. When you look at Anthony Davis, he's been absolutely sensational. And I think we have to give him props because he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what he was brought there to do. And especially when you see LeBron, age, attrition kick in as great and phenomenal as he is. Him now being injured. You want Anthony Davis on that court reminding everybody of the star caliber player that he is. And that's exactly what he's been doing. And once again, J.J., we have to give props where it's due to Rob Palenka. Because looking at this roster at the beginning of the season, I never dreamed that the Lakers would be able to reform that roster to what it is today. Hachimura with Vanderbilt. Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, and these guys. I mean, I'm just saying that when you look at the Lakers now, if LeBron James comes back and he is what we know he is, and Anthony Davis looks this way, who definitively can't they beat in the Western Conference? Yeah, good question. Good question. The thing is, um, you know, George, we've only seen D'Angelo Russell play you know, at least in this iteration Couple of games, D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Right? It's just like, I want to say two or three games at max, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we are concerned, and I think everybody rightly so, should be concerned about what is LeBron when he gets back. So we'll start off with if he gets back. Yeah. Then we can move on to when he gets back. Right. And then if we get to the when he gets back, then we go back to the if question, which is, you know, what what is he? You know? Yeah. If, when, what. Not if, what, what. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to sure. say. Sure. So... We haven't really seen the Lakers, even though they've revamped the roster, can we agree that we haven't really seen what it should look like? Because D'Angelo got here, got hurt quickly. Yeah. LeBron got hurt not there, not long thereafter. Yeah. But to me, I think so much credit as to what the Lakers are doing here since LeBron's been hurt. Obviously, Anthony Davis and his performance. But I got to give it up a little bit to Darvin Ham, too. Give it up! I got to give it up to him. Because you're getting contributions from Troy Brown again, from Rui on occasion. Uh, Austin Reeves, I mean, he's a he's a heart and soul. People call him Caruso 2.0. No, he's better than Caruso. But he but he's he's a heart and soul guy. He's honestly, I know people are going to think that's blasphemy. Caruso's an, a, a much better. I wouldn't say much. He's a elite defender, Caruso. 
Austin Reeves is a very good defender. I don't think that, and Austin Reeves offensively has got way more game than Alex Caruso. I mean, man, he makes some wild shots too, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's under the basket and he's moving the ball from left hand to right hand. He's throwing it But up, you know what spinning. that is? I mean, in college, he was the guy. Yeah, what did they call him in college? Was he the Hillbilly Kobe. Oh, Hillbilly Kobe. Yes. <laughs> I was going to go with White Mamba, but yeah. Hillbilly Kobe's even funnier. Yeah. So, But he had to be the guy on those teams. So, you know, if you get – now, granted, it's the NBA, but when he's got Anthony Davis on the floor with him for a game here or there, he can do that a couple of times. Now, he's not going to do it every night, uh, but he can do that sometimes, which is enough. The only thing I'd say to Stephen A. is this, though. What would you say to Stephen A.? When you ask the question – because the way Stephen A. phrases it is, look, Anthony Davis has been sensational. We all know about LeBron and attrition and age, but when he comes back, we know how great he's been. These are all, everything he's saying is right. The only thing is, is we don't stuff. we don't really know what like when you say who can't they beat? Yeah, we don't know yet because I mentioned this earlier. When AD and LeBron are on the floor together this year, they're fourteen and fourteen. I'll throw that record out. Because that was that was the, the other team. That was the Russ team. Now that you've got D'Angelo and you've got Vanderbilt, a balanced roster, you got a much better roster now. Yeah. So so who can't they beat? Yeah. Not really sure. Who can they beat? Not really sure. Yeah. I think I honestly believe. I'm telling you right now. Mm -hmm. If they got D'Angelo Russell back mm -hmm. soon, mm -hmm. and they can get LeBron back with maybe ten or so games left to go in the regular season, right. If Anthony Davis and LeBron and D'Angelo Russell could all stay healthy for 10 games yeah. going into the postseason, there is nobody in the Western Conference that they cannot beat. That means Phoenix. That means Denver. That means Memphis. That means Golden State. I mean everybody. That was like a little Stephen A-ish right yeah, there yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You do not. You think they'd be Phoenix? I mean, listen, am I exaggerating a little bit? I was Why just going to say. Why not? Why not, though? If the way Anthony Davis is playing, and if LeBron were to come back and be healthy, when you got LeBron and AD and this much better team around them, why not? I mean, is, is Phoenix that great? Yes, they are. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. forget it. Yeah. yeah. They are that great. It. My bad. My bad. <laughs> My big. <laughs> They're pretty damn great. <laughs> I mean, we've only seen what two games with KD? three. They're three and zero. Yeah, on All the right. road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They're really good. They healthy fit LeBron, like really well. Healthy LeBron. Healthy AD. I don't know healthy how healthy LeBron, LeBron you're going to get. I got to be honest well, with I'm, you. I agree with you. Yeah. And I think that's part of the big issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of the problem. But I'll take my chances. Why not? Yeah. Listen, I've already told you. I told you weeks ago I thought they could beat Memphis. Weeks ago. I'm it, Memphis does not scare me if I'm the Lakers. Sacramento doesn't scare me at all. Even less. Okay? They seem to have the Warriors number, although in a series, you know, that that's a little different. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like them against those teams if they face them. I am very bullish on the Lakers not only making it to the postseason. Not as a play-in. 100%, yes, you said. 100%. Oh, yeah. they will be playing when the regular season Listen, is over, and last year they were sitting, this year they will be playing. You know who I root for more than anyone? Me. So, Anthony Davis? Well, me. Oh. Which oh, means for that you. for business, yeah. we need the Lakers in the playoffs. Oh, not the play-in, no. the playoffs. Correct. We need series, not one game that yeah, you yeah. get knocked out. I mean, out. the one game is nice, too, don't get me wrong, but I, but just I need a series here. Yeah. 
I'm so, with you, man. I am. Yeah, I need a series. But that that's just, I mean, listen, I, who can't they beat? You know, I, I, you can make the case, right, that they can be in a series with anybody. Now, I don't think they could beat Phoenix in a seven-game series, if you're asking me my honest opinion. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they could beat the Clippers, but I, I don't think they'd have to face the Clippers, at least not early on in a seven-game series. They just happen to have their number, and that's how sometimes these things work. And then, lastly, I you know I still am, a, am very bullish on Denver, even though most people are not. Well, all I'd say is it like this. I don't care if it's Phoenix yeah. or Denver or Golden State yeah. or the Clippers right. or Memphis. Yeah. It, like, if I've got a healthy AD and I've got a healthy LeBron and now I've got this revamped roster around them and if they could just play 10 games and be healthy at the end of the season, yeah. I would take my shot against any of those guys because not one of those series would I go into and say, Lakers don't have a chance. Right. Not I, one. You know what you need to tell us tell if me. people have a chance at this Yamava tournament? Dude, this Yamava thing is going to be so fun. I'm really psyched about this. It, it is like a full ESPN LA takeover at Yamava Resort and Casino. They have a sports bar there called the 909. Now, George, you and I were there. The food is incredible. They've got um, you know, 150 LED TVs. They've got 32 beers on tap. They've got four restaurants that are all out of this world. We're going to watch all the college basketball action, the entire station, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. this upcoming Thursday, March 16th. So come out and press the flesh with everybody. It's going to be awesome. We're going to give away prizes, autograph memorabilia. Now, you got to be 21. We want you to gamble responsibly. But again, go into your phone right now, Thursday, March 16th, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., the entire Mishbucha, Travis and Slee, Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap. We're all out at Yamava for a big college basketball tournament tip-off watch party. We'll see you at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, George, everybody who's watching on YouTube right now, and shout out to everybody who's in our YouTube live chat. You're seeing the moves right now. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh. Mia Rub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling it. Deep 20 knives in the club. Problem is, earlier in the show, we played that uh, that song, I'm happy to do, 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 yeah. That's and not actually how it goes, do, 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 do. I don't know well, what no, that was. But, no, it yeah. goes, it goes, yeah. I'm happy, bop, it, beep, boop, 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 beep, bop, beep, bop, bop. That's closer than what you did the first time, for sure. Dude, I got to tell you, George, I yeah. can't get that freaking song out of my head, man. Yeah, because it makes you happy. Yeah, that, and it's just one of those songs that just makes you feel snappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Happy and snappy. That's right. Happy, snappy, cappy? That's correct. Okay. There you have it. Well done. Mm-hmm. 
Our uh, YouTube I, live chat is on fire, just so you know. I know you're not participating. Don't care. I know you're, I know you're anti-YouTube live chat. You know, you're all consumed with the circle of trust on Twitter. But when we're on YouTube, yeah. I'm in the live chat, and it's in fuego, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't yep, care, yep. huh? Yep. Just don't care. Don't care about the YouTube. Come on. Man. Not one bit. Sorry. Every time you pick your nose, we all see it. Yeah. Well, I don't pick my nose, so there's that. I don't know. We all saw it. Yeah. I do. You definitely do. You know what people saw me do last week? They're like, did he just clean his ear out with his pen? Yeah. Stuck this pen right in my ear. People are like, that's gross. I, hey, listen, you guys are seeing, you know, all natural here, baby. What can I tell you? So. Uh, DNAKT tweets us. What's he say? Says, Cap, two Yo. thumbs up. Sedano, two thumbs down. Yeah. The, down, Laker, the down. Lakers, this new version Lakers with a healthy AD and healthy Braun have a chance against anybody in the league. Yeah. Phoenix is good, but not that in capital good in the playoffs. All the chokers ring wise. I mean, I mean, chokers? Uh, they were one like that. I know they lost to Milwaukee, but like, I mean, choked. I mean, Giannis was incredible. And by the way, the, that series could have flipped on one play, basically. Um, yeah. I, even though it was over in six, but like one play honestly changed the whole series. Um, I wouldn't call them chokers. And Kevin Durant is not a choker. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Just wait until, wait until. Oh, he says even KD, except when he has Steph, he got swept last year. He did get swept last year, but against the team that went to the finals. And by the way, in those sweeps, it was like I think the entire each like if you totaled all the points that they lost by, it was like fifteen or something like that in four games. They still lost four games. I get it, but that series was a lot closer than a sweep. Every game was in the balance. I mean, the Buffalo Bills lost four Super Bowls. Right, but they also got their ass points. kicked. They also got their ass kicked in a lot of those Super Bowls. Oh, I was going to make a whole point that they barely lost all four of those games. No, they got crushed by the Cowboys, like 50-something to like 10 or something. I know, but who really remembers that other than you? So I do. I, I know. So if I was able to say they lost each one of those games by one point, yeah. lost four Super Bowls by a grand total of four points, everybody would be like, damn, those were close games. <laughs> that may be inaccurate. Right. But they, people but that's the it. difference between you and me is the, the the inaccuracies. It was fifty-two to seventeen, actually. That's a close game. They uh, the the close one was the first one against the Giants, the wide right, where Bill Parcells did the clock, you know, get, you know, controlled the clock against the K gun offense. Yeah. And Scott yeah. Norwood obviously infamously missed that. Then they got their ass kicked by Washington. That's when Thurman Thomas couldn't find his helmet, if you remember. Thermal. Yeah. And then um, who else? Well, they, oh, then they, the Dallas one I mentioned. Then they lost to Dallas again by a, a bazillion points. Mm. Well, I mean, listen, if you wouldn't have known that, I could have gotten that by you. Yeah. But you just you, you know too much. You got you got too much too good of a memory, Sedano. You, Eugene Jones, Dallas wiped the floor in Game Seven at home versus Phoenix. I can't let that go. I get, but they didn't have Kevin Durant on that team. Come on, tell them, people. Tell him, this Sedano guy, he don't know what he's talking about when it comes to NBA basketball. I mean, basketball. you guys act like Kevin Durant is just some dude out there. He is, just some guy. I mean, he's just like, some tall, skinny when guy. he's healthy, he's probably or arguably the best player in the sport. Yeah, but just like AD, who everybody's waiting no, to get No, but hurt. The, there's, a di- there's a difference. Like Kevin Durant had a catastrophic injury. Like, mm-hmm. he's not, historically, Kevin Durant, prior to the Achilles injury, um, which is a you know is a death sentence in a lot of cases in sports. Like he he was incredibly healthy before that. Well, uh, like everybody who's expecting AD to get hurt at some point. Like I'm telling you, last night when AD got poked in the nose, 
Everybody that was in the 710 suite was like, that's it. He's done for the year. I'm like, would you people calm down? No, see, but that's, see, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's ridiculous. Well, I'm just telling you the way people reacted. I get it. You know, people are all expecting. Listen, I read an article the other day in the you LA did? Times. You read a whole article? Hey, don't get crazy, all right? I may have read the headline and the lead. Okay. Okay? But I read a piece the other day in the LA Times where it was like, hey, AD's playing so great. And the next paragraph was like, but he's going to get hurt any day now. Yeah. You know I mean? that That is the way people feel about Anthony Davis. Yeah. And you know what? I hope, because I like, I like a great story, and I like somebody who perseveres, and I like somebody who proves people wrong. I'm, I'm rooting for AD now mm-hmm. to prove all the doubters wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe in AD the way I believe in AD, you know what you can do, George? Go to hell. That's right. So what, you, now you're going to co-op my entire phrase? I'm not going to co-op it. I'm going to just steal it. Right. Put it on a shirt. That's, hey, you know what, Laura? That's a damn good idea, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Damn good idea. Surprised you hadn't thought about it already. You know, it's oh, a very, very thanks. solid idea. I haven't been in my shirt-making yeah. mode recently. Yeah. So good call yeah. by you, girl. Yeah. Happy by the International way, Women's Day. Yeah, by the way, co-op also means you took my saying. Oh, it does? Yeah. <laughs> co-op means stealing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought co-oping is like kind of some sort of partnership of some sort. <laughs> no. I thought we, we were partnering in the go-to-hell No, phase. no, it's you basically, uh, you know, you, you took it for yourself. I just took it. Yeah. Took it right off of you. Yeah. And putting it on a shirt. Mm-hmm. And making money off it. Not uh, yet. But anyway, I, look, I like the Lakers against a lot of teams. I just don't like them against Phoenix. Sorry. Well, that's, sue me. You, what you do you want no, to no, do? You know no, no, not sue you. Suing you is not enough. I mean. Cancel him. Somebody cancel this man. Yeah, they've tried that. I've been. I got canceled over over liking Chris Rock special Saturday. I mean, somebody ca- cancel this man. You kind of deserved it. I did really. I know. I'm just. I don't know. Making that up. Actually, somebody cancel this man. I don't think anyone should be canceled. Personally, he thinks the Lakers can't beat I, the Suns. Cancel. I think canceling is the equivalent of taking my ball and going home. So I don't actually think canceling is a solution to anything. All right. Anyway, uh, so you had some advice for Lamar, for Lamar Jackson. Jackson. I'm curious to yeah. hear this because I, I I must tell you. I find this Lamar Jackson story to be so interesting, to be so entertaining. Fascinating. And I can't wait to see how it all plays out. How it's going to play out. Right. So tell me the advice you have for Lamar. So if I were Lamar Jackson, and his agent is is his mom. Right. Well, there's the first piece of advice. Get an agent. Um, yeah, there would be that. Um, <laughs> no, no disrespect to mom. I mean, on International Women's Day, I'm not trying to do that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I'm a big believer. I don't like to mix family and, and, and business, right? Mm-hmm. Friends and, uh, you know, what is it? What is, what is the saying? Don't mix uh, friendship and business, right? Or something like that? Business I don't know and what pleasure. Business and pleasure, I guess. Nah, yeah. that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, don't, I just think that working with family, that sounds great, but everybody's got to be committed you know, and be willing to being honest in those scenarios. And I just don't know if that's if, if that's possible in, in a lot of settings. Maybe it is with him and his mom. I mean, I don't know the, the dynamics that well. But you know what his mom's background is? I don't. Does she have like an MBA from Harvard? Does she do multi-billion dollar deals? Does she you know, do mergers and acquisitions of some sort? That she's got all this business experience? Well, but hey, let me tell you something. I know plenty. I, honestly, I, I know plenty of sports agents who don't have any of those backgrounds. So Yeah, but have they ever negotiated a contract with a sports team? Yes. Okay. Well, has mom... Uh, she's about to, apparently. Yeah. 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 No, I, apparently not. Well, I mean, she will. We'll see. So, uh, so anyway. Yeah, what's your advice? What I would tell Lamar Jackson is, because clearly the Steve Bishotti and the Baltimore Ravens are, da- you know, not daring him. They're showing him, hey, go out and get it from somewhere else, and yeah. then we'll see. Mm-hmm. There are two teams that I think should absolutely give Lamar Jackson whatever he wants. Okay, who are they? Now, I'm going to start with one that is... 
the the number two in this scenario. There's a number one in this scenario, but a number two in this scenario. Okay. The option B is what I would call it. Mm -hmm. The Carolina Panthers. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're the Carolina Panthers, like what is your brand? Like what is what what do you have that's attractive on your team? Um, what do you have that's attractive on your team? You got like a nice young defense, right? Yeah. You got like nice young defense, right? Like you got a couple players on offense that are okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know but you know, you're you're rolling out like 17 different quarterbacks last year, right? Yep, like that's like right. you literally got a guy from the XFL, if I recall correctly. Um, so you have a new head coach in Frank Reich, mm-hmm. who is historically been really damn good with quarterbacks sans Matt Ryan this year, who clearly is washed. Okay. But Look what he did. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator for your, your, you know, for the team that you were the president of the hater club for, uh, the Chargers. My former team, the San Diego Chargers. They were, right. He was the offensive coordinator for a number of years there, and mm-hmm. I thought did well. Yes? Fair, fair assessment? He did. Right? He was the offensive coordinator for Philly when Carson Wentz was the quarterback. Carson yep. Wentz was an MVP candidate before busting his knee here in Los Angeles against the Rams. Fair? Mm-hmm. Yep, fair. Okay. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, he resurrected Philip Rivers' career a second time in Indianapolis, yeah. correct? I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but okay. I mean, you don't know about that? He looked no. really damn good. They went to the playoffs. That's right, but I don't know if I'd call it a resurrection. I mean, he did not look that great his last year in, with the Chargers. Well, I mean, they weren't very good. Right, but he was not good either. Every guy that you're mentioning, though, let's just let's just jump into this. Okay, here. he also had Andrew Luck, right? Okay. Andrew Luck Keep going. Good. This yeah. is great. Right. Keep going. You're going to make my point. Keep going. Okay. So anyway, my point is this. Yeah. If you're Lamar Jackson, yep. get with a guy who's good at coaching quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I see. So now, that's that's plan, option B. But go ahead. What's your problem? Well, here's my problem is that all those quarterbacks that you just mentioned, go ahead. Not one of them is a dynamic athlete. They're uh, all they're not dynamic athletes, but Andrew Luck was a pretty good runner, I would say. He was okay. Yeah. He was okay. Yeah. But and Carson Wentz was too, actually, in his he was, early on. All right. But all I'm saying is this. Every guy you mentioned is a what I would call more of a traditional style quarterback, mm-hmm. six foot five inch, two hundred and thirty pound white guy. Okay, I would not want to play for Frank Reich if I were Lamar, if I, because I just don't think that he coaches or has ever proven to coach the sort of quarterback that I am, the dynamic athlete that I am. Yeah. All right. So keep going. Yeah. Now that's plan. That's B. Right. Uh, plan B. Plan A. Yeah. Washington. You get to stick it to the Baltimore Ravens, basically like okay. next door. Okay, okay. I like that. Let's I like that. let's start with that. Okay, mm-hmm. then they have a good defense, mm-hmm. like legit good defense. Okay. They've got a couple of good receivers, including Terry McLaurin, who is a Pro Bowl type player. Okay, okay. they've right. got a, a a two really good running backs in Gibson and Robinson. Okay, they've got a good offensive line, mm-hmm. and like. And you know, like to me, like they're they're ready, like they're desperate there. Well, to win me... in a big way, and you got an owner who is looking to sell. And if you're going to sell, or if he's going to be forced to sell, or sell, or yeah. looking to sell, whatever you're going right. to do, right? You want to sell with an MV, a unanimous MVP on your roster because then you're really going to get top dollar. All right, listen, you got me sold on Washington. I'm not buying Carolina. But let me add to your argument. And by the way, if you're Daniel Snyder, what do you care if you're going to sell the team if you give him a fully guaranteed contract? Well, let me let me add to your argument, though. You ready? If you're Lamar and you're thinking about what kind of a coach can get the best from me, Eric Bieniemy, right. the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Just coached Patrick Mahomes for a bunch of years. And and if if you think that Lamar Jackson is a comparable talent 
to Patrick Mahomes, which I think he is. I don't think he's as good as Mahomes, but I'd call him a comparable talent. Why not go play for a guy who has had Mahomes for all these years? Because the one thing about the enemy is we're going to find out how great of a coach he is when, guess what, he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes. But if you gave Eric Bieniemy, Lamar, right now, now you got something. Right to, now you got something so to really pay attention. I, I think to. Washington is the one that makes the most sense by a long shot. I like the beginning of that whole argument, which is stick it to the Ravens. Right, they both can stick it to the Ravens. Yeah, but I, I will say this. I mean, I thought what the Ravens did was genius because if they're going to lose them, which I think they are. You might as well recoup two first-round picks. Yeah, I know, but when you look at what did Deshaun Watson, what did Cleveland give up for Deshaun Watson, Lindsay? Like three or four uh, picks? I don't I know. It was it I think it was four. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, $230 million guaranteed, whereas you look at all these other quarterback contracts that are being signed, and you know, I look at a guy like Matthew Stafford. So they gave up three firsts, two, tw- three first, a third, and a fourth for Deshaun Watson. All right. Yeah. I mean, you, just real quick, I'll finish up on this. You look at a guy like Matthew Stafford, $160 million contract with $130 million guaranteed. Yeah. Like, that's a great deal. You know, most of your money's guaranteed. I don't think Lamar's ever going to get the guaranteed contract he thinks he's going to get. I think if you're Washington, you should just give it to him. Well, For all the reasons I just outlined. So. Well, if you're Daniel Snyder, let me tell you something. You might be onto something, because if you're Daniel Snyder and you want to stick it to the rest of the owners on your way out the door... You do what the other owners don't want you to do. A hundred percent. That's a good point. See? Washington. Lamar, you can hire me. I'll definitely need to hire somebody. You, me, and mom, and mom is a manager, according to uh, Jonathan Watson, who we trust implicitly around here as our uh, Twitter producer, basically. Mm. Um, You, me, and mom, we'll work together. I'll take Uh, a very small percentage. You know what, dude? All we do is we go get a guy like Drew Rosenhouse. Half a percent. we, We say to Drew, you go handle it. No, I don't need Drew. Oh, you got this. You're you're equal to his mom right now. Zero contracts negotiated. I've negotiated a lot of contracts for myself. Yeah? How about in the NFL? No, but I mean, you got the numbers to work with. All right. So, all right. Radio Tinder is next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. Also, just want to say, I was a big fan of Butthead over Beavis. No, I like Beavis, too. I liked his laugh. His <laughs> so bad. Which one, was, which one was which? <laughs> Beavis was the brunette. And no, butthead. no, no, no. But Beavis was the blonde one with the yellow hair. Hold on. But butthead was the one with the brown hair. Who was wearing the Metallica t-shirt and who was wearing the Slayer t-shirt? 
uh, Beavis wore the metallic. You're right. Shirt. The blonde was Beavis. Yes. I was a big fan of that show. I would know. Yeah. <laughs> I even had the video game. I think it was on Sega. So then I would like Butthead. The brunette is yeah, the one he I was, liked. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hu, hu, hu. hey, Beavis. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even do it. Huh, huh. Hey, Beavis. See, you do it good. <laughs> oh, what about you, Cappy? Oh, that's right. You've never seen that, huh? No, I've seen it. Oh, I thought that was another one you've never no, seen. No, no, no. No, The it's Simpsons. The old, it's the only animated show he's ever watched, probably. Right. There was a period of time where I actually got into Beavis and Butthead. Cool. Short, short period of time. But I, I got, I've got a bunch of episodes in. What do you got, Linz? All right, so the clocks will fall back again this Sunday. Oh, thank God. At 2 a.m. local time when daylight saving times comes to an end for the year. The practice of changing times in the U.S. has been facing increasing legislative pushes to make daylight saving time permanent. Right, but there's a problem with that. What is it? Basically, then that means that... If we kept daylight savings permanent, there'd be certain parts of the country where it wouldn't be daylight until like nine in the morning. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's the only big issue. Is and yeah, there a lot of the northern states, particularly in the Midwest, would be really screwed in that scenario. But go ahead, Lindsay. Well, I was going to say this article also posts or points out that many people erroneously call it daylight savings time, but it's Mm. actually daylight saving time, which I've always called it savings time with an S. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't know it wasn't plural. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, but anyway, thought we were savings. Yeah, me too. Um, a measure was introduced in the Senate last year, but it was failed to pass the House. And several states have already voted to make daylight saving time permanent, but they're waiting for federal approval. So even though most of your like phones and clocks reset themselves automatically these days, and you don't yeah. have to worry about changing them, yeah. it's also a good reminder to change your smoke detector batteries. So do oh, that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So do that, Cappy. I will. I mean, I, I say I will, but I won't. Okay. Uh, Arizona is the only one that doesn't observe daylight savings time. They stay standard the whole time. Which is weird because whenever I'm I'm been there in the past for spring training, and oh, well, actually occurs, that's not true. Hawaii also doesn't do it. Yeah, and yeah. daylight saving time occurs in the middle of spring training, and so it's always super confusing because it's already confusing that they're on Mountain Time or whatever. Right, but they don't change, so it right. stays the same there. But then it's weird because then it's like you're everywhere else, you know, back in California, or if you're from back east, it's you know the time changes. Right. They um they confusing. then yeah I I think right now if you're in Phoenix. Right now, I think they're two hours. I could be wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure they're two hours. Um, no, they're one hour ahead of us now. So, right, when it goes ahead, though, we'll be even again. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. a question for everybody, though. So this whole daylight saving thing, like right now it's 538 in the afternoon, and like two weeks ago it would have been pitch black by now. How is this happening where it's still daylight right now and we haven't even moved the clocks? What's going on with the equator that I don't understand? You know, science. Yeah. Anybody know? No. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I, well, Christopher says we don't want that rule to pass. It's bad for AM radio. Oh, it is? Why? Oh, probably probably because we have to power down. Transmitter, power down, power up, all that stuff, I'm I'm assuming, yeah. Way to engineer, Chris. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to change, right? Like, if it was going to change, it would change. Uh, No, I think actually if you're going to change, you should do like Arizona does, stay in standard time. Yeah. So that way, daylight savings is not the one you want to switch to. It's standard you want to switch to. But then that messes up how late it gets dark in other parts, right? No, it would it would kind of. I mean, it's a I'm whole assuming, conundrum. Yeah, it's not easy. Is what All I, I know is I want sunlight till eight p.m. Right, but you're not going to get that year round, regardless. Well, that's what I want. Yeah. All right, next one. So Shaka Khan made news last week. <laughs> Let's just Shaka give him Khan. what he wants. There yeah. you go. Shaka, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Bam, bam, bing. Shaka Khan. Want to love you. Want to hug you. Want to squeeze you too. Shaka. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I don't even know what to say. I feel for you. Okay, well, listen to what she did, I think Kathy. I love you. Yeah. Listen uh, to what she uh, said. Uh, uh, I know. She, I heard what she said. She Go was ahead. on a podcast last yeah. week where she was asked about Rolling Stone's recent list of the all-time best female singers, and yeah. she threw shade at vocalists like Mariah Carey, Adele, and Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I saw. She said the people who made the list, quote, need hearing aids. They yeah. have no eyes. They have no ears. And said that whoever came up with those rankings must be the children of Helen Keller. Oh, my. Now, Whoa, Shaka. She, she's apologized for what she said on Instagram, writing, quote, I was pitted against other artists and I took the bait. It was not my intention to cause pain or upset anyone. To anyone who felt this way, I sincerely apologize. See, I, I don't think she should have apologized. Here's, you know well, what I like? That was my question. I, should she have apologized? No, swipe, swipe left. left. Swipe right. So here's why I would swipe left on that. Much like my athletes, I'd like them to have an edge. I like my entertainers to have an edge, too, in that regard. If she thinks she should be higher, Shaka, I ain't mad at you, girl. Yeah. I feel for you. Uh. I think I love you. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, bam, bomb, a bing. Shaka Khan, want to love you, want to hug you, want to squeeze you too. Shaka Khan. I love Shaka Khan. Actually, I only love that one song. Yeah. I bet you, can you name another Shaka Khan? No, I actually cannot. I was going to say, that's the only one I know. No, I don't think I can. (laughs) Do you think Cappy should change to apologize? Ain't nobody. Oh, yeah. Oh, Love I know that song. Better. Yeah. I didn't know that was her. Make me happy. Uh, she sings Make I'm Every Woman, too. Better. That's a popular right. song. Yeah. I'm yeah. every woman yeah. inside of me. Yeah. Anything you want done, baby, I do it naturally. Hey. Yeah. Um, do I think she should apologize? Um, I don't like apologies. Like, you say it, you say it. But it, uh, the whole Helen Keller thing. Well, but like, you don't like apologies. Like, like if if you said something and Rachel got pissed off. Yeah. Do you apologize? Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Well, How is that different? Well, I'm talking about public apologies. Like when you're a famous person and you say something, you say. But if it, you, you said something it. that really like you know like hurt people, you should probably apologize. Well, Shaka Khan said something that people were hurt by, and yet you said she shouldn't apologize. Well, you no, like but that's edge. that uh, where you rank on a list is silly. Like that's not something that's really hurt somebody. Right, but what she has to invoke Helen Keller. She said some pretty mean things. Like that was just like the meaner part. But she, you know. She... Yeah, I have no problem with her about a list. Like who cares about a list? You know, Shaka Khan. Well, she Shaka said things like, like they do all like, those stupid radio lists every year. Do you do you care about those things? I but do she not. said things right. like like Beyonce when she was like, "Well, Beyonce has potential to be a great singer." Like that's a that's some shade thrown at Beyonce there, and saying that like you know if they think they're a great. singer. I mean, listen, the Bayhive will come after her. Then it's you know she'll well, have to deal with the ramifications. That's probably why she apologized because the right. Bayhive went yeah. nuts. Yeah, right. She's like, please don't beat me up. The problem I have with the apology is when, when somebody says, to anyone who felt this way or to anyone I offended, then I apologize. That's not a real apology. Well, I mean, not everybody was offended. Sure, but the point that, like, the fact that you have to say that, I feel like that's just. That's just that funny. does kind of defeat the purpose. Yeah, I'm with Lindsay. Funny. I get that part of it. All right, one more. Go ahead. All right, Sean O'Malley believes that Francis and Gandhi. Oh, Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean. Yeah, he messed up big time by parting ways with the UFC. I kind of agree, unfortunately. So, Ngannou, of course, uh, to catch everybody up, was involved in a contract dispute with UFC leading to his departure and right. relinquishing the heavyweight title back in January. Correct, because now he'd be fighting John Jones and be making a bazillion exactly. dollars. And it would be like a huge mega fight. Everyone yeah. would be talking about it. But right. instead... You gotta fight Stipe, who's fine, but he's not Francis Ngannou. He's not the, he's not the, the big star, the big yeah. name, the right. personality. Yeah. So now, Ngannou is basically trying to get in in the boxing world, and he's received interest from some of boxing's biggest names, like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. But Sean O'Malley thinks that Ngannou no longer being a UFC fighter makes him a less lucrative option. option. He said that leaving UFC is going to be the biggest mistake 
of his life. Do you guys agree with Sean O'Malley? Swipe left or swipe right? Uh, I do agree with him. I, we, we discussed this at the time, and I had a very similar take to uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, so, yeah, I do think, unfortunately, like, I don't... While I applaud him for having the, you know, coconuts to do it, um, I just don't think it's actually going to work for him personally because I don't think he has this like overwhelmingly interesting personality. By the way, like Sean O'Malley does, okay? Uh, like John Jones does, okay? Like if John Jones wanted to fight outside of the UFC, I think a lot of people would be interested in that. Um, but I don't think Francis Ngannou has that. By the way, Cappy, Sugar Sean O'Malley would be your like it, when you watch the next time he fights in the UFC, you should yeah. watch because okay. I think he's your kind of guy. He is, huh? He's just very flashy. Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's got, sugar. Like, the, the the colored crazy colored hair with like yeah S U G A not not sugar oh sugar oh no I know this guy oh yeah yeah I know him he kind of reminds me of that one um that one rapper what was his name that had like the the the, the teeth. Uh, you mean like he had the grill? Yeah, he had the grill, and he. Uh, oh my gosh, this is flavor flavor crazy. No, he's a white rapper. <laughs> Shotgun Kelly oh, stitches? No, it's not Paul Wall. No, no, it's, he had he had the braids. Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah. Somebody. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, so Cappy, you should watch Sugar Sean O'Malley. But anyway, I, Francis Ngannou. If you yeah, got well, here's thoughts. here's the thing though. Yeah. See, when these guys who think that they're big stars leave the UFC and they think that they're going to go to some other promotion, like they're going to make Bellator all of a sudden, they're not. You know, maybe a guy like John Jones could be impactful if he left and went to Bellator and people wanted to still see him fight. But in Ganyu, not the case. So big miscalculation by my man. And as far as like watching him box, uh, you know, I don't know if I need to see that. When is Sugar Sean O'Malley going to fight again, actually? Do we have like a, a fight with him coming up? I feel like that'd be a, I, I we should watch so. that with Cappy. I think he has. A, I mean, he just had one what two months ago. Yeah, I guess Peter Yan. Oh, I remember that fight against Peter Yan. That was a great fight. No, you didn't. I, you're right. I don't. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> I like the I like the fro he got rocking though. Yeah. Who's the guy in the UFC, or maybe he's a mixed martial? Oh, arts he wants guy? to fight Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, that's, that's what he was, wants yep. to fight. That's what. Who's, it is. who's the guy that drinks the beer out of other people's shoes? Uh, Tui uh, Tai Tuivasa. Yeah. He drink. He calls him a shoey. Yeah, because he he gets done, he wins, and then he finds somebody in this in the stands. He takes their shoe off and puts a beer in there and drinks it. Yeah, I drank a shoey uh, of my own shoe uh, on ESPN Plus one day during one of those fights. Would you drink a shoey out of my shoe? No. Why not? No. Why you think my feet? I'd are actually dirty? only worn that shoe once um, and put the, the the drink in it. You think my feet are dirty? Yeah, I mean I've seen your feet; they're gross. You think they stink. Well, they, and you love that gross nail thing. Well, my toenail, yeah, is yeah. definitely disgusting. Riff right. Raff. That's who I'm thinking of. Riff Raff. Oh, Riff Raff. Yes. Mm. Don't know him. Yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530 adjacent. Coming up next, Cappy, by the way, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Dave McMiniman. We'll talk some Lakers basketball with him next. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. Oh, Vanderbeek. See, but Vanderbeek to me, I think, I mean, Dawson's Creek is obviously the original like place, but Varsity Blues is what I think of. I don't want your life. That's that's peak Vanderbeek right there. Did you like Vanderbeek McMiniman? It's a tan, right? Isn't that the big line? Oh, there you go. It's a tan. Excellent. Uh, Were you a Dawson's Creek guy? I I like Dawson's Creek, but I was more of a Pacey guy. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I feel like he had more personality. Dawson just had, like, the brooding look. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That got him uh, the attention. Yeah, he's just like, right, he was just like the prototypical, like, cute little protagonist, you know what I mean, on the episode. That's basically what he's The goody two-shoes, that kid. Um, Yeah. So I feel like we caught you in a very emotional day. I want to talk Lakers with you, but while I have you, uh, your guy, Jim Beheim, retires today yeah. after 47 years as the head coach of Syracuse. They lose to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament. Like, how did that news hit you? Did you just expect it at this point? Georgia did not. I mean, certainly expected it <laughs> sometime in the, the next year. And I thought it was possible that it would occur this offseason. Uh, but knowing the way uh, Coach Beheim kind of handled the questions over the last several months, it's pretty clear to me um, reading those tea leaves. And then I was in Syracuse this past weekend for the 20th anniversary of the championship team and that celebration and then talking to people with direct knowledge of his thinking. Uh, he wanted one more year. He wanted to be able to go out with just a little bit more of a high note. He believed in the group as they got better this season, thought I'd be able to make some tweaks, maybe get some uh, uh, two of our, our senior leaders to come back with a fifth year of COVID eligibility and, and you know, go out with a 21 season in the NCAA tournament um, appearance and then call, call it quits. But, you know, things kind of unraveled. Um, the university didn't give him support with that plan. Um, he chose to address uh, his post-game remarks the way he did today, which I think, uh, you know, maybe caused some panic within the, the, the university offices. And, and now here we are. And, you know, I, I think I said something similar to this with John Ireland Ramona earlier today, but the end wouldn't be the end. Uh, it, it wouldn't feel this way if it wasn't the end. So the ending sucks. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it's been a, a wonderful 47 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, what, a, what a job, though, right? I mean, listen, if you can have any job, any job in any business – 47 years, let alone be the head coach of one basketball team for all those years. And just interestingly enough, George, I don't know if you were watching any of this ACC tournament today, pretty happy about my Pitt Panthers today beating Georgia Tech and playing Duke next round in the ACC tournament. I know. Interestingly enough, you are a Pitt Panther guy. I I grew up a big fan of the University of Miami, uh, schools that Jim Boeheim uh, lashed out at earlier this season about buying players during the NIL. And now we're talking to a a man of Syracuse here from uh, Dave McMiniman. So I think that's a funny juxtaposition. Old school Big East get-together. He backtracked some of those comments. That was an unfortunate moment this season. But, uh, Cap, I didn't know you were a Pitt guy. Uh, I was on the phone with one of my dear friends who's an assistant coach for Pitt uh, today talking about uh, Coach Beheim year. So get, get, I'll be rooting for your team tomorrow. Get this. Right. He was he, roommates with Lewis Riddick at Pitt, I believe. Uh, oh, yes. wow. Well, cool. yeah, so Lewis Riddick was my, not roommate, my locker mate. Oh, I locker think, mate, sorry. Yeah, so Lewis was number seven and I was number nine. So we were, you know, right next door to each other. So yeah. spent a bunch of time there with Lou, sweet Lou. Yeah. 
and a lot of other crazy characters along the way. Yeah. You know? Um, so let's talk Laker basketball with you now. Um, okay. Let's just let, let's talk about and, and you may not have an answer to this, um, but, you know, we figured what the hell we, we'd bring you on because you like, like LeBron likes to say, if we have a question, ask Dave, Dave will tell you. There you go. So we're asking you, um, what do we know about LeBron's status at the moment? We're uh, a week and a half away from an evaluation, uh, which I fully anticipate to be at that point, um, you know, even good news would not suggest any imminent return so uh yeah that's where we're at right now he was excused from last night's game uh the team termed it medical reasons uh, of course his son was playing a crucial playoff game which he lost so it ended up being the last game of Bronny's high school career um uh, based on social media reports i don't believe Bron was there but also part of my brain's like that doesn't really make sense so if he's not going to be with the lakers why not be at that game but um yeah that's what we know we're waiting on a you know update about 10 days and i think even if things are looking positive that point um you know that, that would be an additional timeline added at that point so dave do you just take a guess here i mean make a prediction if you will do you not think he'll make it back during the regular season i don't have a prediction on that uh i think when the time the injury occurred it was about five and a half weeks remaining in the regular season. Uh, a tendon injury is such a, a vague definition uh, or vague nomenclature for something like this, so it's hard to even look up um, you know, comparable injuries to other guys and see what their timeline was. And, and it's state secrets uh, from Lakers and LeBron's sure. camp as to <laughs> more, more, more details about the injuries. So, no, I don't have a prediction. I don't have the information to make the prediction on. Um, and I don't blame you because you're going to say something, you'll get aggregated, and all of a sudden it's uh, Dave McMinnon. You and you and I have actually been down that road. Uh, Cap doesn't know this story. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you and I, I asked you something. I don't even remember what it was, but I asked you something, and then you said it, and then it was on first take, and then Le- LeBron took an Instagram video of you, uh, oh, yeah. of it saying Dave McMinniman on the Sedano show on 710 ESPN, it was like a little lower third graphic, and LeBron going, that's no. Not true. Whatever the hell it was, but it was yeah. hilarious. Hilarious for you, perhaps. Yeah, that was the. Uh, <laughs> it popped up on just about every program on the four letter yeah. Uh, yeah. the following day. Yeah. And what was uh, it? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I was. In, yeah, I mean, I was in Philly to cover uh, Hawks Sixers playoff series. Right. Happy, always happy to join you. You know, yeah. but I'm I'm running out of the pregame availability to talk to you from the hallway at Wells Fargo arena in Philly. And we were talking about, it was a, you know, this was not very long after, um, you know, actually it was Brooklyn Sixers. I should say not very long after the Lakers season had ended and LeBron's first year in LA, they don't make the playoffs. Right. Magic Johnson steps down. And it was something along the lines of, well, what do you think this means for LeBron's future in L.A.? And I said, I, I think there's trust issues there. How could there not be? And, um, you know, then that becomes a lower third, McMenamin, colon, <laughs> LeBron facing trust issues. You know? That's right. Cappy would be so jealous. You wish that oh, would happen. Totally. Oh, my God, for sure. I would like, Damn first it. of all, George, 
Don't act like you didn't love it. I mean, if it's oh, it was on I, I the text, Sedano show, text, it's good for you. I text Dave. I was like, bro, I'm so sorry, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Aggregation all up in it. Uh, and it was ag- it was like self-inflicted. We they, we did it to ourselves in that yeah. scenario. Um, so anyway, oh, yeah. uh, Dave, um, all right, let's just talk about this team right now real quick because we only have like literally one more question for you because we got to run. Um, and thank you for the time as always. So – yeah. Let's say D'Angelo comes back sooner rather than later, which seems to be the case. Let's say LeBron comes back and is relatively healthy, I guess, let's say, for argument's sake. Like, who who are the teams in the West that you think the Lakers can absolutely contend with in a series if they get that far? I honestly, and, I, and I obviously this would include three more weeks of, of health for the rest of the roster and continued basketball at a pace like they've been on, like winning five out of their seven games since the All-Star break, but I, I don't think there's a team that they couldn't okay, contend you go. with. There you there's, go. There's, there's not a world beater in the Western Conference. The Phoenix Suns could be a world beater three weeks from now, uh, and quite frankly, a team that's playing right now against the Mavericks and, and the New Orleans Pelicans who just can't get healthy, if they were fully healthy, I think they could be a world beater as well. Uh, but you know, would you say they, they can't beat the the Mavericks, can't beat the Nuggets, can't beat the Kings, can't beat the Clippers, can't beat the Warriors? No. I, can't beat the Grizzlies? No. But they can beat all those teams. I mean, yeah, the that's Suns. What said. Yeah, that's so. what I said. But George says they can't beat Denver, and George says well, they no, can't I, beat Phoenix. I, I, said, I, I don't, said they can beat any of them. I said I don't like them against the Suns. I, de- I, I don't like them against Phoenix, although Kevin Durant, literally, I'm looking at the video right now as we're speaking, just turned his ankle in layup line and is not may not play in this game tonight. Oh, my God. Didn't oh we just talk about this? Yeah, they just rolled him out for tonight. Oh. Yeah, I'm oh looking boy. at the video. Yeah, that, that's, not, that's not a good sign. But listen, I, I, I know from talking to people in that locker room, Denver is not a team that intimidates them. No, I get it, but I also think that a lot of people don't think that the Clippers have also kind of owned them. So I, I would, I would feel a little worried about if they wouldn't. The chances of them playing each other are, are slim, but I, I don't like their chances against the Clippers either. I actually would, would I agree with you there? I'd be more reticent to pick them against the Clippers uh, compared to some of those other teams we rattled off. Yeah. But yeah. the point, the fact of the matter is, if they get AD like this, the rest of the roster healthy, LeBron looking to prove something and, and also feeling pain free on that foot, uh, they can do some damage. They can they can make uh, an enjoyable playoff run for these Laker fans this spring. Well, listen, we would welcome it here because we need the uh, the games to be honest on this station. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just no, I'm I rooting I'm rooting for content at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean more than anything else. So wow, I'm just watching this Durant thing. This is really bad. It's self inflicted. It's crazy. He was just warming up in layup line. Yeah, I wow, mean not layup line, but just warming clumsy. up. He looks yeah. super clumsy on this play. Yeah, which is not what he normally uh, Dur- looks like. Durant must have some trust issues with the sneakers right now. There you hey, go. Right. McMiniman. First take tomorrow. It'll right. be all over. There it right. is. And this time on the Sedano and Cap show. So they, I'm they, very happy you said that. You will feel better about it, Cap. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, McMiniman, thank you for the time as always, brother. Appreciate it. McMiniman. Yes, sir. Go pit. Right. Yeah, go pit. Nail to pit. There you go. All right, Thank there was McMenamin. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy, let's get into the Lakers uh, a little further. Let's kind of uh, digest some of the stuff Dave said um, and why they are more formidable. And one more thing on POW and last night I, I want to kind of get to that we didn't really touch on earlier in the show. We'll do that next.